Welcome to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. Jerusalem was destroyed and the Jews scattered partly in 70 AD. You've heard of Josephus. He wrote a book all about it. He's the one that helped lead the rebellion. And uh, they were totally defeated. And part of Jerusalem was destroyed at that point. And it was completely destroyed and scattered in 135 A.D. because they rebelled against the Romans. Both of these times, in 70 A.D. and 135 A.D., Rome came in and destroyed them because they were rebelling against Rome. (laughs) But Jesus said, it's God bringing vengeance. The nations of the world allow the Jews, listen... To return, and you can just Google this and look it up. This is not some mysterious something. (laughs) Don't be Googling it now. Wait after church. The nations of the world allow the Jews to return to Israel in 1948. But the Gentiles still had control of Jerusalem. This is a sign, the generation that sees Jerusalem delivered from the control of the Gentiles is the last generation. Didn't I just read that's what Jesus said? And Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. The Jews were allowed to return in 1948, but uh, that was after Hitler uh, murdered six six million of them. (laughs) And so the world decided to give them their home place back so they'd have a safe place. Y'all pay attention. You see how God's working all this out. And, and evil is evil, and God can use what evil people are doing, but he didn't, he didn't bring the evil. It wasn't God that killed six million Jews. It was Hitler and the evil people that were working with him. But God used that to give them their homeland back. But the, agenda in the, the nations of the world had to do that. That's why they're there. But the Gentiles still had control of Jerusalem. This is a sign. The generation that sees Jerusalem delivered from the control of the Gentiles is the last generation. I was sitting in my car eating lunch when this happened in 1967. The, I had turned on the radio and it was blasting the news about what just had happened in Israel. It was announced on the radio that the Jews had taken control of all of Jerusalem from the Gentiles in a very brilliant war strategy. And that was 1967, and that's the year Ronnie was born, my brother. That's the youth pastor here. And I believe that's the generation that will see the second coming of Jesus Christ before those people die off. Let me pray that Ronnie will live to be 150. (laughs) 32, assuredly, I'm just reading all this to you. You can do with it what you please. It's interesting, though. (laughs) I never try to wrap my uh, messages and sermons and beliefs down anybody's throat. I throw them out, and you can take it or leave it. It's kind of like my mama. She put all these green beans and corn and everything on the table. And you could take it or leave it. <laughs> and her cooking, you didn't leave it. Can you say, thank you, Jesus. 
And so, anyway, it's just the way it is. Assuredly, I say to you, verse 32, Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will not by no... Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away until all things take place. To the end. Takes place. According to Jesus' prophecy, before Ronnie and those born in 1967... All die off, the second coming of Christ will take place. Unless I'm missing something, that seems to be exactly what he's saying. Yeah. This generation will not pass away until Christ's return. But you will have to admit, the world is in the worst mess it's ever been in. Yeah. We're on the very verge of blasting each other off, off this globe. You know, this, who knows, maybe 200... If it, if the Lord tarries, there is a verse that says, unless those days be shortened, there'll be no flesh saved. Unless those days be shortened, I think that means we're going to use those nuclear weapons and blow ourselves off this planet. So he is coming back. And if he doesn't come back pretty quickly, he's going to miss his chance because we're going to blow ourselves up. Who can disagree with that? The world has never seen a situation like this, ever. Amen. Seems like everybody and their cousins got a nuclear weapon in their basement or something. You know? uh, who would ever thought North Korea would have one? And he's constantly threatening us. You never know what that guy's going to do. Let me think it's time that my people started praying. Yeah, my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Let me tell you something. The church is still here. We still have authority. And so don't panic yet. Let's take our authority and believe God to turn this thing around. Can you say amen? And there's, there's people who say, well, it's the end time. Nothing we can do. Not so. It says, occupy till I come. We're to continue to take authority over demons and devils and demonized people. And we're continuing to walk in victory until Jesus shows up. It's not time to retire to the basement and uh, pretend there's not anything going on around us. There's a lot going on around us, and we can have, have a big say in what happens around us. Take your authority. And one way to take your authority in America is go vote. Can you say amen? The mayor's election, the end of primary, and that was the main election. I don't think there's anybody running against the mayor except... In the primary, I don't know exactly what happened, but 16,000 people in Knoxville showed up to vote. <laughs> you know, out of, what, 200-something thousand people? And if you include the whole area, it's a lot more than that, but uh, just people in Knoxville could vote. 16,000 people showed up to vote. Everybody should show up to vote. That's how we, why we have school boards that's full of demonized people, is because God's people are sitting in the basement uh, expecting Christ to come back and they're not occupying. Amen. Get out of your basement amen. and go vote. And you say amen. We, we can still do something. Lazy, lazy, lazy. We get lazy. Me too. <laughs> and everybody thinks about vote for the president. I mean, that's probably the least important, really, in some ways, the school board. That, they affect your kids. The mayor, that's the one that controls the, the chief of police and the policeman. That's important. 
And then the governor. Each state has a lot of authority over us. We need to be sure we elect the right governor and the right state legislature. Uh, can you say amen? amen? The senators and the congressmen, federal, are all important. The presidents are important. But we neglect the, some of the most important parts of our government. The church is here, and we need to get off our do-nothing. You don't have to wind up in the street with big signs. Just You can go to the ballot box. And you need to do it while you still can. Powerful. Now, powerful end-time signs include climate change. Oh, my God, we're going to destroy ourselves. Technology and preaching the gospel are all signs. 2 Timothy 3, 1. But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self. Anybody want to disagree with that one as being a current issue? <laughs> lovers of themselves, lovers of money, people will kill you for a dollar. In some cases, boastful, arrogant, revelers, disobedient to parents. Well, that's a big one. Why would God put that in there? Because disobedient to parents is a major problem, a major sin. And people are, as I said last week, teachers and different ones are even encouraging some kids to ignore their parents and to rebel against their parents. And this is one of the signs of the time. Disobedience to, disobedient to parents. Ungrateful. America is still the most blessed nation in the world with all of our problems, and we're the most ungrateful people on earth. We complain about everything. I was back there uh, preparing myself, listening to the praise and worship, having a good time, and it got so hot in my, uh, where I was sitting back there, uh, uh, I came out to check the air conditioner. Somebody forgot to set that air conditioner down, and I was burned up back there. And I was about ready to start complaining. <laughs> but I just came out and fixed it myself. Did y'all see me? <laughs> a lot of times we just complain and we need to fix it ourselves. Amen. 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 Used to we were complaining about the air conditions in this church not working at all. Some of them not working at all. And we did something about it. We raised money and, and replaced them. You can sit back and complain, or you can get off your do-nothing and fix it. <laughs> but we are very ungrateful people. Verse 3, and, and we born-again believers, we can be just as bad. Unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, malicious gossips. Boy, that sounds like church. Not this one. <laughs> Some churches I've heard about. Malicious, malicious gossips. Without self Control, brutal, haters of good. Boy, America is full of people who hate good. They hate good preaching. YouTube has some of my sermons listed as hate speech. There's nothing hateful about any of my speeches or sermons. I love everybody. I want to help everybody. And I love people enough just to read the Bible. And like I said, you can take it or leave it. There's nothing hateful about that. We should be adult enough that we can discuss things even if we disagree with them. Well, he preached something I don't like. We've got to shut him down. Well, God's going to shut you down. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> Brutal. Haters of good. You see, this is almost a perfect description of the world we live in. 
But realize this, that in the last days, difficult times will come. For men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, boastful, arrogant, revelers, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unloving, irreconcilable, malicious, gossips, with self, uh, without self-control, brutal, haters of good. Doesn't that sound like the world we live in? That wasn't the world I grew up in, I'll tell you that. Something's happened. In Luke 21, verse 10, then he, I mean, he's always been evil people. You know? But boy, it just, it, it, it just seems like evil has just sprung up everywhere. Uh, Luke 21, 10, listen to these scriptures. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation. Is that happening? Okay. And kingdom against nation. Well, that's, all, that's always been going on. Yes, but all these other things weren't going on at the same time. Now they're all going on at the same time. Then he said to them, nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. There will be great earthquakes, famines, and pestilence in various places. Infectious, infectious, pestilence, infectious diseases. Infectious epidemics. Have you ever heard of Ebola and HIV? Uh, what about this one? Coronavirus. COVID. You ever heard of that? That's a strange brand new and it just came out of nowhere. Nobody ever seen anything like it. And it killed, what, millions of people? Then it killed about a million Americans? Listen, folks, something's going on. That's one of the signs of the time. Great earthquakes, famines, and pestilence. Like uh, ep infectious epidemics. Ebola, uh, HIV, coronavirus, and many other things. And then it says, and fearful events. Like atomic explosions. And great signs from heaven. What's a UFO? It's a sign from heaven that this is the last day. That's what it is. And all the research, they can't find anything to prove anything, but they're seeing all kind of signs. <laughs> and people are scared to death. Oh, these little green men are going to show up any day. You need to be more concerned about the judgment day. That's a real concern. <laughs> verse 25 there will be signs in the sun sun flares and right now uh, it says this, this major change is taking place in the sun and we may instead of having a climate warming we may be headed for climate chilling <laughs> getting cold and these sun fla flares are are human, human, are terrible. <laughs> and uh, d about the time of the Civil War, there was a sun flare that was so powerful it melted the uh, the uh, SOL. What do you call the? Somebody help me out. Huh? Telegraph. And it, it melted them. It's so powerful it shut down the telegraphs. If we had one of those now, it would put the whole world back in the Stone Age. One big sun flare could fix your cell phones that never work again. In your car, that would never work again. The air conditioning, everything in this church would never work again. I mean, we are so cozy in our world, and one sun, fl sun flare could destroy it, all of it. And there's some funny things going on with the sun. <laughs> And the sun is the cause of global warming. It is global warming, but it is not man-made. And I dare anybody to prove it is. Amen. 
I've made that there many times and nobody's ever brought me any evidence because there's no evidence. And all the best scientists say that is true. I, I don't just sit back and hear and listen to everything and believe everything I hear. I am a college graduate, seminary graduate, I have an earned doctorate, and I do my own research. I don't listen to other people. There is global warming, but it's the sun. It's one of the signs of the time. Christ is coming back, and people need to get ready instead of worrying about green. green. (laughs) They need to worry about red, being washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? Thank you, Jesus. Don't misunderstand. God God told us to uh, to, uh, take care of this planet. Take dominion, and God does hold us responsible for keeping this thing clean. Don't misunderstand. God wants us to do everything we can to keep our planet clean, keep our air clean, and he really doesn't like it when you throw your candy wrappers out on the side of the road. Dirtying up his planet. Verse 27. Then they will see the Son of Man. When you see these signs, then they will see, see the Son of Man. Coming in the cloud with power and great glory. When see all these things happening, then the next thing you'll see is Jesus Christ. You better be ready. Verse 28. But when these things begin to take place, your redemption is drawing nigh. We should be excited about our redemption and not dreading it. <laughs> if we're born again. You see, we are witnessing one disaster after another. Hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, droughts. Earthquakes, fires, famines, all these fires are global warming. It's, it's just, some of this stuff is just signs of the time. Sun flares and horrible diseases and viruses. You see, the second coming is near. Daniel twelve four. look at this. But as for you, Daniel, conceal these words and seal up the book. You need to be taking notes on this because you need to be able to explain this to your kids and grandkids. Can you say amen? And, but as for you, Daniel, concern, conceal these words and seal up the book till the end of time. Many will go back and forth and knowledge will increase. In the last days, knowledge will increase. Let's look at that. The 20th century was, I saw the development of the car, the airplane, the telephone, the cell phone, the television, The atom bomb, the computer, the robot, and penicillin. (laughs) That was no real modern medicine until the invention of penicillin uh, in the 40s, early 1940s. That's when modern medicine really began to kick in and were able to really save lives. Up until the 20th century, civilization had continued almost the same for 6,000 years. And in these last years, all of this knowledge has developed. Now doctors can reattach a finger or an arm, do major organ trans- transplants, do hair transplants, and some of us need one. Let's talk about Stan. And me. <laughs> it just costs too much, Stan, right? And do laser surgery without cutting the patient. I mean, we, we're all upset about all kinds of little things, and we're living in the greatest generation that's ever been. We have more to be excited about, more to be thrilled about than any generation in history, and all we do is complain and bellyache about everything. 
We have smart bombs, radar, radar detectors, thank God. <laughs> radar detectors, I don't have one. Email, voicemail, aircraft carriers, submarines, birth control pills, fertility clinic, clinics, CDs that can contain several encyclopedias and one CD. <laughs> All that man learned in 6,000 years has doubled in the last two years. Knowledge is doubling every two years. This is a sign. Oh, I, forget, I forgot to mention artificial intelligence. <laughs> My daughter's working in the Pentagon with artificial intelligence, uh, partly to be able to confront China because they're developing it. Can you say amen? And she's been traveling all over the world working on that. And I told her, if you get artificial intelligence, I want some. Plug it in. Okay. Y'all didn't get that, did you? Matthew, wasn't that funny anyway? Matthew 24, 14. This gospel, listen, of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations, and then the end will come. It's been almost impossible to do that until now because getting into the, uh, some parts of the world is just impossible. Now, almost everybody has a cell phone and a television. <laughs> Even the jungles all over the place. They may not have anything else but to have a cell phone and a television. You see, God is using modern technology to preach the gospel. Uh, Facebook, cell phones, email, videos, uh, uh, podcast, and streaming. Oh. Dottie, Dottie's podcast, I think, is now downloaded well over... 50,000 in all over the world. <laughs> My sermons, I think, are still around four or 5,000, but <clears throat> some of these days, maybe I'll gang on her. <laughs> but the point is that the gospel is being preached. And a lot of her downloads are in Muslim nations. People downloading her podcast for their children. Isn't that incredible? And look at that. This gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all the nations. And then the end will come. Can you see all these signs taking place at one time? God is using modern technology to preach the gospel all over the world. Satellites are beaming the gospel, gospel TVs all over the world. Rajan, one of our missionaries in India... <clears throat> He was allowed by the government, I, I haven't talked to him lately, but I assume it's still going on. He's allowed to preach the gospel to all of India, and no one's ever been able to do that. And he prays for people on the television, and they're healed in their huts all over India, in their houses all over India. Great things are happening. The gospel's being preached to the whole world. Second Thessalonians 2, 1. Now we re request you, brethren... With regard to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and our gathering together to him, the rapture, let no one in any way deceive you, for it will come unless it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed. The apostasy is taking place right now. What does that mean? People turning their backs on Jesus Christ and walking away. Paul says there will be a great apostasy. The Antichrist will be revealed in the end. And the end time, and then the final end will come. The great apostasy is taking place right now. Hold 
whole churches are turning their backs on the teachings of Jesus Christ and walking away. They are legalizing people to to preach in their pulpits and serve on their boards and serve in their churches, teach Sunday school that are practicing rebels against the word of God. Great falling away from God and his word, from Jesus Christ and his word. They exchange God's truth for lies. The Antichrist has not been revealed, but the secular humanists and globalists are working day and night to build a one-world government so he can take over. They don't know they're working for the Antichrist, but they are. (laughs) In the end, uh, there'll be a one-man rule of the Antichrist, and that is not good. (laughs) But it's, it's prophesied, and it will happen. It's not good for people. This is why they're trying to destroy America is to get us out of the way so they can have one world rule. And all this is happening right now at one time. And you just never know when that last bell is going to ring. So we need to work like crazy to get everyone in our family saved and born again and turned on to Jesus Christ. Can you say amen? And we need to do everything we can to walk in victory all the days of our lives and not be discouraged by the wickedness all around us. It says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. Listen, I'm not waxing cold. How about you? You've been listening to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss Dr. Barry Culberson's weekly messages. For more information or to email a comment, head over to KnoxvilleChristianCTR.org. The Knoxville Christian Center, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord.